morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, Atlanta. Good morning, Southeast, East Coast, West Coast. New York is not here today. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for being here. Thank you for opening your calendar. Thank you for clicking on the daily huddle. Thank you for clicking on Zoom. Thank you for accepting an invitation. We appreciate that you're here. It's not a small thing that you're here, and it is not a small thing that you woke up. So thank you very much for being here. I am excited about today's conversation. I'm excited to take on today's conversation with an unbelievable human being, really someone who has dedicated her life to shifting the paradigm for being a leader in the world. So we're just honored, truly honored to have you, Sheila. And uh, so let's get us all ready for you, as most of you know, Sorel is right now transforming Haiti. So he's not joining us today, but he's always listening on the, on the Daily Huddle later during the day. And he sends me a note or two on what I should say and I shouldn't say. <laughs> so thank you, Sorel. I know you're going to hear this later. <laughs> all right. So let's get us all prime and ready. Andrea, good morning. Good morning, Gio. You know, Andrea, I had a question for you. Do tell. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Let Why not? Why not? Question. What did the full glass say to the empty glass? Uh, yeah, I was going to say something inspirational, but I'm not more than just be positive. Glass. I don't know, Gio. What did it say? <laughs> You look drunk, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's good. I like that. Oh Very my good deal. They are so <laughs> wrong in so many levels. I know what Sam is thinking. What did I do with my time coaching this guy? So thank you all for being here. So um, Rose, good morning. What time is it? Good morning, Gio. Good morning, everyone. Uh, it's right now. The time is now. Thank you, Rose. Mark Ham, good morning. <laughs> good morning, one, Gio. One thing you're grateful for. Oh, man. I'm grateful for good education. Very grateful. Good education, yes. Michael Harris, good morning. Two questions for you. How are you? And who are you going to hug today? Well, I am as I say that I am, and I am grateful. <laughs> and today I'm going to hug my wife and my good friend who's traveling to town. Mm, that is awesome. Thank you, Michael Harris. Thank you, Andrea, Rose, and Mark. Sheila, good morning. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a speaker today at the Daily Huddle. And Sheila is going to speak to us under this question. What do you need to forgive yourself and others for? Now, I'm going to say a little bit about Sheila, and it truly is. I really mean a, <laughs> a tip of the iceberg of her life and the contribution to so many people. But I'm just going to say a little bit. Sheila James is the CEO of St. James Media consultant and creator of media projects and empowerment coaching consultant. Sheila speaks podcast and Monday morning at 10 a.m. coaches and coffee with Sheila James. And she has a Facebook live. 
She has been a leader in transformational education for over 30 years, developing leaders, managing five Southern states and managing a very profitable and expanding center here in Atlanta. Sheila is a mother of one son, Julian Michael. She has impacted hundreds and thousands of people here and throughout the world. I am one of them. Most of the people in this call are those. <laughs> she, she's really a force of nature. Sheila, good morning. So, <laughs> Sheila, what do you need to forgive yourself and others for? Good morning, Sheila. Good morning, Gio, and thank you for that introduction. Wow, this is going to be an awesome conversation today because forgiveness is something that's at the crux of many things. I know you and Sorrell have been doing a series on where you stopped and, and where you stuck. And this is a big, big area. So I'm going to create a little bit about forgiveness and then we're going to interact about it. How about that? All right. So here we go. So forgiveness is the action or process of forgiving or being forgiven. It's intentional and a voluntary process by which you may, you know, originally feel victimized by, but it undergoes a change in feelings and attitude regarding a given offense and overcomes negative emotions such as resentment and vengeance. There are benefits of forgiving, like when we forgive, and guys, you really want to be listening. It's not just to forgive the other person. You've got to forgive yourself because there's something that you contributed to whatever that upset, that anger, that victimization that you participated and engaged in, either willingly or unwillingly. So what are some of the benefits of forgiving? Well, one thing is freedom. You notice that when you forgive someone, you have the freedom to love them. You're happy. When you're unforgiving, it's a very heavy burden. And it stays with you. And it tears you down. And it impacts many, many, many aspects of our life. Unforgiveness erodes our wellness and grows bitterness and resentment. So one of the blessings and benefits of forgiveness is freedom. Another big benefit of forgiveness is improved health. Hello, improved health. Research shows this. Better heart healthy is among the top physical benefits of forgiveness. Well, who knew? You have a lower risk of heart attack, reduced blood pressure, better cholesterols. When we choose forgiveness, notice it says when we choose it, so you've got to choose forgiveness. Another benefit, better mental health. That mental health is a huge benefit. You have reduced anxiety and depression when you forgive others. It takes a big person, by the way, to forgive. Improve relationships. Forgiveness is a crucial skill in a broken world. Wow. A crucial skill in a broken world world. And as a result, when we forgive ourselves and we forgive others, our relationships become improved and relationships are one of the big benefits of forgiveness. Having your relationship be whole, having your relationship be complete, nothing withheld, 
you know, oftentimes, and I know Andre, she, and, Andrea deals a lot with grieving. A lot of times grieving is due to all the things we've said or not said to that loved one before they passed on. Healing. The choice to forgive someone who has hurt you is the first step towards healing. Healing will not come. Listen to this. Healing will not come without forgiveness first. It's impossible to heal while holding on to bitterness and resentment. And another benefit of forgiveness is living in the present. Forgive the former things. Do not dwell on the past. That's from Isaiah. So forgiveness is not complicated, but it's difficult when you experience deep hurt. It can be very difficult. So I encourage you to choose forgiveness. See, it's not something you have to do. It's not something you are forced to do. It's something you must choose to do or not. So uh, first of all, anything about that, that's what I wanna say before I jump in and ask you a few questions about forgiveness. Anything for anybody with what I've said so far? All right, all right, well, here we go. Are you ready, willing, and committed to moving forward now? So this is a big place, Gio, where people are stopped, whether they can see it or not. And I know people have already, some names have jumped up. People, I'm not forgiving him. She should never have done that. So are you ready, willing, committed, and ready to move forward? Y'all got to say yes. You got to talk back. All right, good. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Yes. So, and I want to just hear from one or two people at a time. What are the barriers now that you see might be in your way of forgiving someone? What are the actual barriers? So sometimes there are barriers that are there that will have us not want to forgive that person. Let me hear from one or two people who can get that on the court for us. Do I see any hands? Cheryl Burke. Hello, Cheryl. Hello. Uh, I just found out about the huddle, so forgive me for not being on video. Um, I think one of the things I deal with with forgiveness is whether the person deserves to be forgiven. It's like it just seems like some things are deserved to be forgiven, and then some things you should just go to your grave with and suffer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's really great. That that you know, do they deserve? Well, could you choose forgiveness? with all things considered that they did or didn't do to you. Now, look, I'm just, it's, it's like to be engaged in. You don't have to answer to me, but this is for ourselves. Given the benefits of forgiveness, your health, your mental health, your well-being, your vitality, your aliveness, your freedom to love, your freedom to be. Cheryl, uh, I, would, I, I, I probably would need some therapy. Um, <laughs> you don't hang on to that one, right? Well, you know, I can see why I am stuck. I really can see, you know, certain areas. Um, yeah. Oh, boy. Well, this... In a minute, just stay right there. I'm going to come yeah. back to you. Okay. Sam, for you, because we have another question. This is good. Sam? Yeah, Sheila. So um, 
the question I've got is, what do you do? How? Well, no, let me try that again. How do you generate a forgiving spirit when you're dealing with people, individuals, or groups of people that are just um, either repetitively, blindfully hurting, attempting to hurt you, or willfully attempting to hurt you? Like, how do you how do you forgive them in in in, in that particular? Um, context. Yeah, that's, that's my question. Okay. Well, one of the key things that even for me, as I worked in this conversation, forgiveness has to be a choice. It has to be your choice. You forgive them because you forgive them. You know, even Christ at the cross said, father, forgive them for they know not what they do. So you yeah, sure them it's got to be your choice. Well, sure. I mean, but you know, he had resurrection baked in, right? <laughs> so. Well, you know, it's your choice though. The thing is, no, I, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I get it. I, I think where I'm going more to is like how to deal with that reflexive. This is the 50th time or the hundredth time or the 2000th time that they've made this you know, committed this grievance or this sin against me, so to speak, you know, to use uh, religious language. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, the, the vector is that they are not going to change their behavior. Right. That's, that's Isn't that great? Cause they're not, they probably won't. Yeah. And, and that's ding, 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 ding. They're not likely to, and they might. So, you know, I notice people when they're around me, they'll notice that somebody who never speaks when it's just them won't shut up when it's me. How come? Because I'm just listening and accepting them for who they are and who they're not with no judgment. And when you can start to locate that peace that passes understanding within you, then you can start to choose forgiveness. Now listen to this. Every time, you guys who know me know I manage hundreds and thousands of people. I couldn't be pissed off at anybody. And if I was, I had to let it go, forgive them within two seconds, pretty much, no matter what it was. So I gained the muscle there. It, it takes a muscle. It takes practice. Giovanni, then I'm going to go on because these other questions will we'll stay engaged. Go ahead, Gio. You're on mute. Yes. Sheila, I was going to just let you know that there is a question that you, you on, on Facebook for you to maybe address now or later from Agatha that says, how do you know when you need support to work through those emotions? Some woods require a coach. Yeah, that's really a great question. Sometimes you do need to work with someone. Sometimes you need a health professional. You know, one of the things that we say, health is not my field and I'm an empowerment coach. And if I'm working with you and we bump up against something, you may need to seek a professional, seriously. It takes something to forgive and thank you for that question. And sometimes you could work it through with the coach. I know Andrea works in grievances. She could do, she does some of that kind of work. So I'm going to keep going and then you guys will stay engaged here. 
So listen to this, Mr. Sam. It takes courage, faith, will, and being brave to forgive ourselves and others, to release and let go of feelings, emotions, failures, and upsets from the past and present requires trust, bigness, and unconditional love. Forgiveness is a gift. It's an act of generosity. So the question now to you is, what would you have to let go of, give up or release? You may need to let go of something, Cheryl Burr. You may need to give something up. You may need to release something to forgive, but it takes courage, faith, just the will to forgive being brave to forgive ourselves and others, to let go of those feelings and emotions. It takes trust. It takes you being a big person. Sometimes you have to be a bigger person, even though that person inflict, inflicted something on you. Sometimes it requires you being, you know, when you're a parent and you have young children, they do a lot of things you could hold against them for the rest of your life, right? But you forgive them in a second. Like you forget, like it's, it's done, it's over. And as an adult, it requires, it requires something. I'm not going to say it's always easy. So those of you listening on Facebook and here, it's not always easy. So I'm going to ask these two questions and we'll talk a little bit more. What would you have to let go of, give, give up, or release? And what would you have to forgive yourself for? So you have to be honest and authentic in this one. Blatantly truthful with yourself. So let's hear from Mary Campbell and then Rita. Mary, you're on mute. Uh, okay, I'm getting off mute. Uh, thank you for this. I mean, this is an ongoing process. And even though you, you, you do this work and you do this work, then it always comes back to you. So I appreciate your bringing this uh, topic up. So um, I remember um, many, many years ago, I, there was, I was staying up all night. I, um, I had this issue with my sister. Uh, she was, I was considering like, what was I, the conversations I was going to have with her, whatever. it was just like renting, like there was all my thoughts were about that. I didn't have room talk to think about anything else. And I had somebody I went to and asked, and I described all this stuff. I like, how do I get rid of this? How do I, I do this? And she said, like you said earlier, it's um, simple and not easy. It's simple and not easy. And I said, what? And she, I had to beg her. And she told me, she said, you have to pray for her wealth, health, wealth, and happiness. I said, I don't want to do that. I said, she's a big, don't you hear what I've been saying for the last four hours? <laughs> That's right. And uh, she said, and this was what she asked. She said, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And I said, I want to be both. And she said, That's not a choice. Mm. So um, what happened after that? was uh, as I was driving away from, I remember when I was backing my car up in a driveway, turning around, I, I considered the possibility, just the possibility that at some time in the future, not now, but in some time in the future, I might consider the possibility. And that was the little willingness that, that provided an opening. And, and my sister and I are good friends now. I mean, it's amazing what has happened over the last 20 years, 25 years. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Great. thank you. Fabulous. Thank you. 
Yeah, yeah. Thank you for bringing this up because I'm, you know, it's time for me to look again. Yes, very good. Thank you, Mary Campbell. And good to see you. Rita Williams, you're on mute, darling. You're on mute. Oh, that I'm coming on. Right. I can yield my time for what Mary said. That That's just it. Like, and I'm not going to say any more of it because Mary, you said it so well. Giving up being right. Mm. That I'm right that you did something wrong to me. And it's your fault. Or like really beating up on myself because I should do something differently. And I can forgive myself for being a human being. Yeah. And not a perfect being. I'm, I'm human. And it is a process. So I just love all of that. And that's the whole thing about forgiveness, the whole thing about jealousy, even all of that. I talk to people all the time and I learn that, that I really can pray for them. Like that is the thing that takes all that. I hate you and you shouldn't do better than me or, you know, you're, you're terrible. It's your fault. And I just pray for them. Yes. And it takes something away. So thank you, Mary. Thank you, Sheila. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well said. And as we keep, I want to deepen it too. What would you have to forgive others for? And Rita and uh, Mary Campbell just hit upon it. What do you need to give, forgive yourself for? What do you need to forgive others for? And what are your barriers here? So let's hear from one or two more people. Guys, this is where you get to, Cheryl, did you see anything? What would you have to forgive the other person for? Um, for me, I think it would be that uh, I would have to forgive that, that something was intentionally done. Well, maybe I don't have to do that, but that's what I'm thinking. I think that's why it's hard for me because I'm thinking, you did something intentionally, willfully, and now I have to, I don't know. I, I'm just, I, I feel like if I, it, me getting this could just open up my whole life because there are just some things and some people who have done things to me and I just, I, oh, so that's what it would be. It would be that something's been done to me. I think that's what I would have victimized. to Victimized. So you're yeah. victimized. Let me ask you this. What would you have to let go of? Because you have been victimized. That I was victimized. I, I would have to let go of that mentality. Like I was hurt. I would have yeah. to give that up, like the hurt. Yeah, and it takes something, and this is for everybody, and then Lydia, I'm going to come to you. It takes something when you've been deeply hurt or you've experienced hurt. So you want to have some appreciation for Cheryl for being courageous here and all of us who have dealt with that and or are dealing with something where we've really, really been deeply hurt. And... I encourage you, Cheryl, to choose forgiveness. So what else would you have to let go of? Right here, right now. Like right here, let's have this right here. What would you have to let go of? I really want you to look. What else I have to let go of? I don't, nothing's coming to me right now. That's resistance. You know, I'm not going to let you get away with that. I know Cheryl, you guys. So, 
but she's doing the work for a lot of us. That's why I'm 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 really wanting her to look because that's what we want to do. Not deal with what we would have to forgive ourselves for and forgive others for. What would you have to forgive yourself for? Yeah, um, making stupid choices. Like forgive myself for you know, making stupid choice, stepping over things, not paying attention. Yeah, that's what I would have to forgive myself for. And have you done that? Have you really done this work for yourself? I don't think so. I no. don't either. All right. So you really want to stick with this today and do the yeah. work. Like wow. really look, what and this is for anyone listening. What do you need to forgive yourself for? You know, I think uh Mary Campbell pointed to something. I mean she didn't necessarily say it, but I think this is ongoingly because I've looked at this before, thought about it, but then it's not like one and done. It's not like, oh yeah, I forgave, I, I did the process. It's more like, okay, I might have to do this on a daily basis until I get some, I don't know, real breakthrough in it. So that's, that's what I really see right now. This is Okay, good. And remember the blessings and the impact of forgiveness, your mental health, your healing, mm -hmm. your freedom, opening up your heart. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. All right, stay with it. Let's hear from Lydia. Okay, so it's hi, everybody. Shelly. Um, so it's, I think it's um easier to um to say, oh, I can forgive, but not forget. But I think the issue is with not forgiving is the chains around you that it encompasses you with. You're holding on to this hurt, this pain that somebody may have caused you, but and you're like, they did this to me, but what are you what are you giving up for yourself when you're holding on to that and how does it hinder you in life so it's kind of like i have to release that so i can move on and i can be healthy yeah i can, I can forgive i you nobody said forget but i have to be free for myself and lydia what you said mm -hmm. is perfect but here's the piece i want to invite you to consider mm -hmm. when you forgive and forget you'll be a hundred percent free. See, you can forget, see, forgive and forget. It's done, it's over. There are things people bring up to me to this day. I don't even remember. It's not even in the relationship with me, it's over. Oh, that happened? Wow, it's not even there. I'm, who's free? Who's free? Who's love? Who's happy? Who's excited? Who's fulfilled? Who's healed? Who's not walking around with a bunch of ailments? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does create ailments. Yeah, so consider that. So I've got one more minute, uh, Giovanni. What should I do? I have about three hands, four or five hands. I... <laughs> this is awesome. Thank you all for being here. <laughs> yeah. So we will just, uh, <coughs> sorry, I will just acknowledge for those of you who need to drop off at it. At 9.30, thank you for being here. Really, thank you for taking your time. And Sheila, if you have a few more minutes to stay longer, and those of you who have your hand raised, 
and you want to stay a little longer and engage with us, you're more than welcome to. And right, I can again, stay for five minutes. Then I got some real important people I've got to go see called the law firm of Williams and Associates. So I want to hear from Shelly and Maria and then Michael. Oh gosh, the hands keep going up. All right, Shelly, then Maria. Um, yes, good morning. Hey, um, Shelly. Hey, good morning. I'm sorry, I'm still I'm, I'm in transit, so I'm not on video. Um, um, but I just, I know that um, I would have to just accept my responsibility in the matter. Yes. You nailed it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be responsible for your relationships working. You can be responsible for all your relationships. And let me say something like that was so good, Shelly. This is a whole nother conversation though. So I'm just gonna say it. When you're a hundred percent responsible for everything in your life, there's nothing to hold on to. There's nothing to resist. There's nothing to fix. You may need to deal with something. You may need to handle something, but you're not left with it because who you are for yourself is driving the car. Now, I'm not going to do that conversation right now, but Shelly, you bought it up and that was very powerful. So thank you for saying that. All right, Maria, I'll see you in a few minutes, Miss Shelly. You're All so right. good. Okay. <laughs> All right, Maria. Sheila, thank you so much for this uh, conversation. And it really was way back in about 2008 that you and Larry Grayson taught me how on a radical deep level to forgive. And I come from a difficult background, severely physically abused by my parents. And I learned from you that I have a practice to ongoingly forgive. And it goes like this. I give up the right to hold this against myself and all others ever again in thoughts, words, and actions mm. for as long as I live and into eternity. And it erases it. I forgive. I forget. I step into my exotic, erotic, fun-loving, adventurous life. And I am having the time of my life. So, Sheila, all I will right. eternally always be grateful to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And that is what I wanted to share. It is an ongoing practice. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Maria. Thank you, everybody, for sharing. Last person, I got to call on Michael, and then we'll wrap it up, Jill. Hey, thank you, Sheila. And, yeah, this is a great conversation. I grew up in the uh, Roman Catholic tradition, and we have this thing called penance or confession, as many would call it. Uh, when I was a child, I resisted it, and I thought it was silly, and i like, why am I going to tell him anything? <laughs> but what I learned as a young adult, long after, I, <laughs> after those days of confession, was that I was freed from the guilt, mm. shame, the embarrassment, and most importantly, what I thought was power. When I held something against someone else, I thought I had held something against them, mm. but I was actually holding things against myself. Beautiful. Until we free ourselves of the perceived power that we're holding something against someone, we're always held too. And unless you do exactly what you said, forgive and forget, because if you're not forgetting, you're really not forgiving. Amen. You remember what the acts and you say, well, if you hit me, I'm not going to let you hit me again. 
but I'm not going to give you the power to hurt me. Anyway. Very good. Hmm? Very good. So that was awesome. Everybody did a great job in this conversation. Gio, I'm going to just do my final words and then let you wrap it up. So what does the Bible say about forgiveness? First of all, a lot. But this is what I want to leave you with. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Ephesians 4.32. Everybody have an extraordinary Wednesday and uh, God bless you until we see each other again. Gio, turn it over to you, buddy. Wow, Sheila, thank you very much. Really, thank you for being here. This conversation needs a series, Sheila. Yes. <laughs> this was so great. The engagement was so phenomenal. Thank you all for engaging, for being real, for being in the inquiry. Cheryl, thank you for your vulnerability, vulnerability and realness in the conversation. It had me really looking for myself at those things that I may be holding on to pretending I'm not to. So thank you all for doing that. And um, now I wish you a phenomenal day, but more than I wish you a phenomenal day, I request you create a phenomenal day for yourself. And here are seven things to create a great day. The first one is love, love, always love those who you can't forgive. Love <laughs> those that you have an opinion about. <laughs> laugh, laugh out loud. Let your stomach get, let your stomach hurt. Sleep, sleep more. Eat more plant-based, hug the trees, eat the trees, stress less. It's not that big of a deal. It's only one life anyway. And then finally, always remember to move every day, 30 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day. Just move and dance while you're doing it. Nobody cares. Have a phenomenal rest of the day. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you, Sheila. Thank you. See you, farm, in a few minutes. Thank Great you. Time. Thank you. Thank you all. It was all so right. Good. It was so all great. Right. Thank you all.